The Homeland Security Department might be the latest cabinet-level agency to embrace the concept of a chief data officer. As Federal News Network's Jared Serbu reports, lawmakers have been nudging DHS in that direction, but it's about to begin a study that might lead it to appoint a CDO on its own. DHS is just beginning to study whether it needs a CDO, but the questions it's asking are prompted by the same factors that have pushed other federal agencies to appoint chief data officers in recent years. Public institutions collect and store vast amounts of information, but use relatively little of it to inform their business operations on a day-to-day basis. We we have this incredible, uh, rich vein of data out there that we just don't utilize. We own it. It's ours. Um, we need to start tapping into it. That's Dr. John Zangardi, the chief information officer at DHS. The department's management action group, chaired by the deputy secretary, ordered a study of the CDO issue to be conducted over this coming winter. The study group, which will be led by Zangardi's office, is expected to present its findings in the spring. We have a data strategy, but it really needs to be fleshed out. And what do we want to do? So we're in the process of beginning to think about what those different COAs might be that we would present in the spring. So that's a, a tremendous amount of work, and we're in the initial phases of it. Also, the House has passed legislation or a bill that would create a CDO within DHS, and I would have the opportunity to appoint that person. Uh, so there's questions about where would that CDO be if we had one, what are the duties and responsibilities of that CDO, what are the authorities of that CDO. So there's a lot of questions there. And if you think about it, the options are generally going to be, hey, you can have the status quo to one with, you know, full up and around authorities and responsibility for data across the organization. So what it becomes in the future is something we're studying. In September, the House passed a standalone bill that would require DHS to name a CDO, but it was never taken up by the Senate. Not only would that bill set up a department-level CDO, each of DHS's operational components would also be required to name their own CDOs, each reporting to the headquarters level to help harmonize data management and analytics efforts within the component and across the department. Some DHS components have already done just that. U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services, FEMA, and the DHS Office of Cybersecurity and Communications already have their own CDOs. But if it were to appoint one at the department level, DHS would be only the fourth cabinet-level agency to do so. That's according to a study published this fall by the Harvard Kennedy School of Government. The first was the Department of Transportation in 2014. The Department of Agriculture followed two years later, and the Health and Human Services Department did the same in 2017. Jane Wiseman, the study's principal author, says the staffs in those offices tend to be very small, but they've managed to make significant changes within their organizations. They come from, you know, policy background, finance background, IT background, uh, programmers. And what's interesting is no two CDOs have the exact same set of responsibilities. No two of them have the same personality type. And so they're all kind of pioneers in this wonderful world of data-driven government. So to be a successful CDO, at least one of the things you say in the paper is that you need to have authority, you need to have, to some degree, a high profile. So of the CDOs that you talked to and looked at, how challenging has it been to be seen as as like a, a credible decision maker within the organization? Because I, I imagine scenarios where the person would have to fight potentially pretty hard to carve some authority away from the CIO, the CTO, whoever it is, or, or even just struggle to convince people that the job is relevant. Mm, yeah, that's, I'm so glad you raised that point about the CIO and the CTO. And, um, you know, to me, these are not zero-sum situations. These are situations where the CIO and CTO and CDO all have separate and mutually reinforcing roles. 
So there isn't a, you know, territorial thing here. Number one is executive sponsorship. So if I'm appointed a CDO, I want the cabinet secretary, the governor, the mayor, the county exec, I want that person to make a big deal of it that I'm appointed. And, you know, whether it's through an executive order or a memo or vesting with me the authority to do my job. And, you know, I think the size of staff doesn't really matter. The profile matters and that I have enough staff to do whatever it is that is my mandate. And the mandate has to come from my executive sponsor. In the case of DHS, exactly who that executive sponsor would be is one of the questions the study group will be exploring over the winter. But Zangardi says however the chips fall in the ultimate organizational structure, data security is likely to be a major concern. And it's an issue he's instructed his team to pay close attention to during the course of the study. Which kind of gets me to the cloud. We are moving to the cloud and our strategy is multi-cloud strategy, uh, hybrid. But the question I have is, how do I secure that data in the cloud? And my concern is, one of the pathways I have out to the cloud, are they secure? Uh, We don't do cloud access points. We call it a trusted Internet uh, connection. Same basic assumption. But how are we securing it? Because a lot of the complaints you hear from the components are that your ticks or your caps induce latency, and their mission requires low latency rates. So how do you deal with that? How do I ensure that the configurations that were set when they put that data in the cloud service provider are maintained over time? Those are concerns that I have that we're working through right now. Uh, The architecture, making sure that we have geographical redundancy, vendor redundancy to make sure I have access if something goes down. How do I maintain the configurations when it's out there? How do I know what's out there? Those are things we're struggling with as part of this, and I think the chief data officer's role in that will be pretty robust, but we're not there yet. We're just beginning to think it through and understand what it might mean if we go down that direction. Jared Serby, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network.